welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. We're dead and you're not. Actually, we're not dead yet, but... And so you are. Right, so let's give it time. <laughs> Wait, yes, that didn't work Does at all. Does that mean everyone so, has to pee on our corpses? Don't tell them that. Well, you know, we make it competitive. It's PvP. PvP! <laughs> Putting the P into PvP. So, joining me today, the other three seasons of this landscape gardening <laughs> company are... <laughs> Classic. I am Spring. The spring that brings the flyers for the garage door. <laughs> I've never said garage in my life. It's garage. Garage. Bloody, bloody southerners. You're not even turning Welsh. That's like such <laughs> a southern. Everyone always thinks I'm from nice. Bristol. That's that's the path. You do sound quite uh, Bristol. Yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. I've gone south to Bristol, and then I have to go get across Bristol. the Severn Bridge, and then I'll be Welsh. Yeah, yeah, at least they're not charging you for it now. That's so, true. Uh, Are they not? Yeah, for no, like ages. Since I declared myself Welsh, I've not had a Welsh cake yet, which I think is like the inauguration into Welshness. Right, yeah, yeah. And also, Gwyn. Hello, I'm Gwyn. God. It's very good. He's very good. He's a professional. And Stuart. Yeah, again, just like the ants and the picnic scenario, I was going to be autumn, but Teague has ruined it again. It's autumn. <laughs> Let's pretend. No, I'm... Yeah, okay, well, fine. Without Gwyn, he can be, I don't know, something rubbish. Winter. I'm autumn, the time for lovers and loneliness. <laughs> and pumpkin spice and Starbucks. No. Lovers or loneliness. They're the two things you get in autumn. Really? I definitely had a pumpkin spice latte. I've literally only ever been dumped in autumn. Autumn is so sad and romantic and amazing. <laughs> she, she like gets dumped and a single leaf flies past. <laughs> I think it's because it's the start of a new academic year. I mean, that's what's really going on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like, this guy's too much work. Dump him. I've got studying to do. <laughs> It's actually, it's a, it's a tradition of Michaelmas Day that you must dump stew. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of those old, old, old-fashioned uh, traditions that some yeah. people still hold to. You'll see a thing shared on Facebook. Remember, dump Stuart if you can today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the Google Doodle is just a picture yeah. of Stuart looking sad, <laughs> made from the letters of Google. <laughs> and I'm apparently Summer. So uh, that's pretty good, because I'm the hot one. <laughs> when, last, nice. when last we saw our heroes, they had ridden their giant Willy Rhino, <laughs> Willy Rhino siege beast friend back to the very place where their story started a year ago, back to Windrush Pass. And there they have made camp beside a wall and then... Gone to indulge in a bit of classic ghost ghost watch antics. Oh yeah, as paranormal investigators. Uh oh, and located some paranormals, and I think that was about where we left you, having found some ghosts. Did we? Yeah, we each found a ghost. Hmm. Oh yeah, Lady White White. Yeah, she was <laughs> vicious apparently. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just yeah. like feeling the pain of... I'm like, oh, I thought she was much more romantic than that. <laughs> well, that's you assuming gender roles of ghosts, isn't it? Yeah. That's why you're autumn. I mean, kind of, yeah. Didn't think she was going to be that bad. Do you remember who you met, Ali? Not really. Um, 
Nope, I don't remember. I, she was the lady that they met in the cabin yeah, and spoke about the fae and gave them apples and Banbury kicked off about the crusts. That's yes, right. That was I right. remember. Hmm. She was the hermit living on the side of the wall. My re-listen to the old episodes hasn't got past episode one. <laughs> so, <laughs> that yeah, doesn't bode well, really, dear listeners. That's not really a re-listen. Well, I listened to one and then I did a bit of a re-listen to The Lands of the Dead because I thought I'd better remember what happened when I was dead. Um, and then I, I got distracted. Enigma, Enigma met Malika the Hermit. Malika the Hermit. Percy met the White Lady. I did, yeah. And Tristan... Met a uh, nice little fay fella, mm. and they had a bit of a chat, and I believe that was about where we ended. We did the mic drop, and I walked off, leaving him going. Bah, bah, bah. So it's night in the woods, but you're not adorable cats, and you have all been out seeking ghosts. So what happens as the hawks reconvene? How'd it go? Anybody? Anybody see any ghosts? I saw a ghost. I did too. Yeah. Yeah, no way. En- Enigma? Yep, yep, yep. I mean, they're everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not super keen to camp here now. Well, another successful ghost hunt for the Hawks. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. We win over Derek Akora. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so does everyone, to be fair. That is true. I think he's dead now. Derek Akora is a notoriously bad ghost hunter. <laughs> he scares off all the ghosts. <laughs> it's like, Derricka, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I um, I had a chat with Amber Forax. Is he a ghost, technically? Uh, pff, he's a pretty scary little dude. Well, I'll say scary. He's just a little little stumpy dude with big boots. Oh, poor boots. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. I was slightly concerned Too I was going to see boots. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty pleased that I met him instead. Uh, oh, okay. What did uh, what did he have to say? I think he was just trying to talk smack, to be honest with you. And I pointed out that eh, I'm not Banbury. I don't really care about what you have to say. That was it. So I, oh, you know, good. saved face. Give us yeah. a one up to the Hawks. I told him we're going to finish him and all of his kind anyway. So yeah, the the classic fight fire with ignorance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, he, he got a good wallop of that. Got it. <laughs> here. I hit him right round the face with my ignorance. Or his, I don't know. How was your ghost session? I saw the white lady. Ooh. Tristan spits out the <laughs> drink he's just taken off. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, no. How was she? She's pretty spooky. Was she kind of like all romantic and sad and like searching for lost love? Oh, the songs I'm going to write about her. A bit like that, but also not at all. Um, mostly sort of classic spooky ghost, I would say. Really? Wow. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, she was a lot more hardcore than uh, than your poetry seems to suggest. Wow. I mean, okay, mm. that is news to me. <laughs> I didn't. Honestly, I just made her up. All those years, I thought I'd made her up. <laughs> I just said it, you know, trying to boost morale by, you know, oh, there's a spirit that will suck your soul if you die here. Wow. You know, but she's kind of nice. Good old-fashioned morale boost. Maybe yeah. your uh, <laughs> your poetry has more power than you ever previously appreciated. Oh. Whoa. Well, I don't even like poetry. It's just songs without music. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
ironic that that would be your superpower. <laughs> the one thing you hate. <laughs> Damn it, I can control the world through ballet! <laughs> <laughs> that would be better, quite frankly. What about you, Enigma? Do you see anybody? I sure did. And if you look over towards the sky, a flashback will appear. Ooh, and in that way, I can avoid trying to remember what happened. Um, I'm not seeing it, you know. It's behind that tree. <laughs> Malika told you, Enigma, that uh, she had died. That's quite clear from her being a ghost. Yeah, and there was no... But also that she had no replacement. There was no one to contain the power that resided on the mountain. Hear that? That was a flashback. (laughs) Well, it's nice to catch up with our old friends, isn't it? Who is she? Malika. Yeah, well, I... How do you know her? What are you... you know? Oh, I believe yeah. there was something about sandwiches with no crusts and she gave us an apple. Well, that makes perfect sense. That sounds like a, a close friend. I mean, you guys were on the wall. Uh, I, I'm sure I've talked about her endlessly because, I mean, phew, I just yap it on. Um, <laughs> tell you. Yeah, I'm so the white lady, Ambithorax, and uh, Malika the Sandwich Girl. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the three uh, most powerful characters from season one. All the greats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the hits. <laughs> all, all the hits. All killer. No heavy filler. hit after well, heavy hit. One The filler. upper crust. <laughs> so we were planning on doing, trying to break down the, the veil um, in the area where those soldiers burned to death. Mm. I think that was the plan, wasn't it? Yep. To try and do a little bit of a ritual there. So that's uh now we're all sort of sufficiently in a spooky mood. Let's let's crack on with that. Yeah, can we do this in the morning? Because it's it, pretty uh, spooky here now. It will be a spooky then. I think you need spookiness yeah. to make this happen. I mean imagine it's just not got the mise en scène if you if it's like you know a bright chirpy morning with like a sparrow chirping in the tree and we're like let's go land of the dead lads. You, you need. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I suppose we, we shouldn't really be that scared of ghosts and things as we're about to go to the land of the dead. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm brave again. We're going to be anti ghosts. Also, the, the land of the dead. The land of the dead is like um, plus eight hours. So oh, <laughs> if we oh, wait yeah. too long tomorrow, it'll just be nighttime there and it'll be really spooky then. <laughs> Um, how are you feeling, Percy, in your your general health and fitness? I, I think I'm okay. Yeah, nothing to worry about. <laughs> I haven't been like bitten by anything infectious. Ben, how is Percy? Percy's leg has gradually recovered over the like week and a half you're travelling. Uh, okay, so it's been some time. Right? So yeah, between mm-hmm. not ha- not walking on it and Percy and Aquarius like working on healing it. It has actually uh, pretty much recovered. Has he assimilated the squashed maggots? Yeah, I mean, he's part insect man now. Okay, that's cool. His legs are a lot more wriggly. He's like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. (laughs) 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 He's like mostly maggot DNA. Makes sense. Makes sense. (laughs) We stopped to eat food and he just flicks out (laughs) of You are right? Yeah. (laughs) He seems to have survived. Okay. He's just making it up on the fly. How do we do this, Percy? What do we actually do? You hear like a cracking, rushing noise over in the woods. <gasps> and when you look over, BB Horn is just eating a tree. Oh. Evening. He'll look after us. I wonder if he's seen any ghosts. <laughs> yeah, Enigma, ask him if he's seen any ghosts. Have you seen any ghosts? 
Not ask me, ask BB Horn. <laughs> BB Horn's like, what's a ghost? Um, it's like people who are in the land of the dead, but are visiting the land of the living. Do you have those in Mammoth Horn land? No, there's sometimes people and sometimes there aren't. Do you sometimes get people that you can walk through without them turning into blood and, like, jam? I don't really pay much attention to that. Hmm. Sometimes there's people like your friend the pig. Ah, now you see... Ah, right, so you do sometimes see those things crossing over. Can you see the pig now? Yes. Awesome. Right there, beside the nice lady. What nice lady? The one who's been standing near you. These are very good branches. Best. They sound delicious. What? Guys! Hey, what's <laughs> going on in here? You seem spooked. Um, <laughs> it turns out that BB Horn is some kind of psychic horn beast. Wow. He can see... He can see Daddy Ghost Pig. But also, apparently, oh, yeah. I'm standing next to a nice lady. And unless he's not good at spotting your gender, I'm pretty sure. Well, let's get to the realms of the dead where we don't have to worry about all these spirits of deceased people. Let's become spirits of, <laughs> of, of undeceased people. If you're not deceased, does that mean you ceased? Yeah, like deceased and ceased seem like they're basically the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. But I think if we're alive but in a land of the dead, I think we're probably called the ceased. Yeah, you could be. Bit like inflammable, or the yeah. preceased. Mm. Preceased. Yeah, we'll be in flames when we go to the land of the dead. Very mm. well observed, Percy. <laughs> yeah, inflammable. So, how how do you put together this uh, right? So, I think the the idea was so we know we've got this location in the the real world where we are at the moment. Um, I know of the location in the um, or oh, I have been to the location in the land of the dead. Um, I think we spent a little bit of time trying to sort of sift through the ashes to see if there was something there. You found some bits and pieces in the ashes that you thought would connect to that. Yeah, take that and try use it as a focus. Yeah. Um, and then we needed something to use as like an, a, a focus for the doing the right itself, which in the absence of anything else, I guess is going to be the sword. Yeah, I think so. I think it pretty much has to be. Yeah, yeah, because we, yeah, we just don't have anything else. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of... Hmm, how do we want to do this? Because we, we, Yeah, we'll mark out the perimeter of the... Like the foundations of the the, the burning... Well, the, the building that burnt down. Yeah. Um, and I guess that we then want to try and sort of connect ourselves with the land immediately around it. We don't, don't want to push through into the land of the dead and find ourselves in a burning building. Valid. That would be unlucky. Yeah. Just close enough to get that kind of warm glow. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll mark out the, the foundations of the building, then maybe construct a little shrine of the things that are going to connect the, the two sites um, that will be sort of topped off by the, the sword, which we'll sort of jam in. Um, consult the Book of the Dead um, and then um, try to work a bit of magic and sort of push our way through and see what's going on first, like opening a window. In the land of your head, dead, your head just appears out of a burning building. No. Hello. 
So uh, yeah, I I can imagine the way I picture the land of the dead. It does look the way it would if you open windows. So that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sunlit uplands. So that sounds pretty good. Now you've collected some bits and pieces. So I guess you're building this shrine. Shall we see how well that works with a... Do you have something for constructing this kind of thing? I feel like we could use a wisdom roll. Okay, yeah. Probably that, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> One to four of the following conditions. Um, this isn't a place of power, but you can effectively... You have a move that lets you use a magical item to recreate that, don't yeah. you? Um, and so what I think you'll find is... So do you yes, want me to tell you the results that I'm trying to achieve? Um, yeah, give me the results you're trying to achieve. Okay, so I guess I want to do things in potentially in two parts. So first of all, I want to open a window into the Land of the Dead um, and just sort of check that we are... Um, breaking down the barrier in this particular spot and we've connected up the two locations correctly. Yeah. And then if that's successful, then potentially we want to be able to push our way through and start wandering around in the land of the dead. And for that bit, I'll probably brief Aquarius uh, and the others that are with us because that might involve us taking some more of that good stuff um, and lapsing into some kind of state that they're going to need to watch over us with. Yeah, and, and that's going to be part of it. You're going to have to do that to get through. Okay. So, yeah, first you must build this shrine and you must take the potion to access it. And also, it says the best you can do is a lesser version. You can go there to the direct spot, but you can't kind of peep it first. It's going to be all or nothing. Okay. And yeah, one one thing to be aware of is that the tomes talk about the dangers to individuals because the realm of the dead is a timeless place where it's not that time doesn't pass, but it passes more like a direction. It can be navigated. And the risk that incurs is that an individual could potentially meet themselves if they chose to travel in certain directions and the tomes warn about against this in the strongest terms um, in fact they mention it as a way of preventing if someone has gone rogue and tried to hide in the realms of the dead if you can create a situation where they encounter themselves, that will stop them. And it doesn't explain how it stops them, but it seems very sure it will. Okay. How do you mean meet a version of themselves? So if you went to the exact spot where you were when you were at this place, oh, at the okay. exact time, you would be there. I'm thinking back to the future. I don't really understand to... why that would be the case. Well... We were at this location. Yeah, it's what the tomes said. Hmm. So if we get unlucky and, like, given that the, the timeline in the Lands of the Dead is just a swirling mess, 
If we get unlucky and jump in at the wrong spot, then we just cease to exist. It could be that. I feel like no one's going to cease the Hawks to exist. It could be that history will prevent you. It's not entirely clear. Okay. Because part of that is you didn't see yourselves. True. And because your time isn't changed, if you didn't see yourselves, you probably weren't there. <laughs> Unless you popped into existence and unravelled or something and no one even knew you were Or close. just behind a tree. Oh. Could go either way. <laughs> this is going to give us lots of opportunities of suddenly a second Trison appears. Wait, don't do it! <laughs> <laughs> it's going to give you some uh, some opportunities for that is Karis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something to be aware of okay um yeah i think we'll go for it as long as everyone else is happy to do that does it say anything about people like me who can't necessarily go to that bit it doesn't mention that however it does mention that if you, there are certain tokens, if you have a token of a particular person or thing that will allow you to locate them, you can use that as a compass within the realms of the dead if you're able to take it there with you. Okay. I should do that then. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll take a little sample of everyone's hair. Oh, I can help with that. I'll pull out my little pouch. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I assumed. If I could, if I could use that one... Danger is, I think you've probably got some Abambris, so... Mm, not a lot, though. I keep them... So everyone's in a nice little individual uh, evidence bag that I've nicked off Percy, <laughs> but Bambris is just in a scrunched-up leaf and... I don't know. I'm just going to throw that on the floor. Fuck it, I don't want it. So is there anything in the books, and I'm going to be whispering to Percy, if, if you're somehow dead and have escaped the land of the dead does it say what happens if you go back into the land of the dead and i'm gonna shift the eye long glances at enigma like if you've escaped it and then you go back in again like again hypothetically if we did bring as banbury kept suggesting and i never Uh, agreed with him no if we did bring somebody out that was a dragon yeah if we brought somebody out that wasn't the person we wanted and we're now taking them back in hmm is that going to have any issues? Um, I'm just going to wave at Enigma. Hey, buddy! It's not on the contents page. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I did... Th- I mean, something is going on weird with her. The general principle of the Lands of the Dead is, you, I mean, you can only sort of officially go out once, but it's not like we're going through the front door. Yeah, but it's not um, like she'll get... I imagine that we'll be... Zipped back to wherever... Well, last time we just... We used the methods suggested in these books to our ways in then I mean there was a response to it because that thing came up and started having a go giving it all that oh you mean the very last time we went in <laughs> yeah so I, I would guess that that would be the way that that would be policed yeah so we've got to basically sneak in but yeah and I, keep... I, if you think there might be something specific to do with Damn. case X mm-hmm no then um <laughs> yeah maybe we should have a little look at that yeah can i have a look in the the books to see if it talks about um see what it has to say on people that have already been resurrected going back into the lands of the dead oh that too it seems to think that that should be fine 
<laughs> it's fine. It suggests that the rite of resurrection is more restrictive than the magics it contains, which is further proof that they're heretical yes. and uh, awful, basically. Can I... Percy, do you mind if I have a little look at the book? Is that... Can I have a little quick click through? Um, yeah, if you, if, if you want. I mean, am I able... To... What are you looking for? Is it in a language you read? Yeah. A, whether I can read it, and B, whether it says anything like things that could go wrong with resurrections and <laughs> troubleshooting guys yeah like what to do if this goes wrong but i don't it's, it's not really about it's not like that it's more like uh these are forbidden heretical magics which yeah, okay. you should hmm. a lot of it's in the language of the high church which i think percy probably has a much better grasp on than you yeah i'm just going to look through uh, nodding mm, mm, yeah thought so cheers percy I'll point out at Got the, all the answers i wanted point out to him how that the uh the first page just be- as you open the, the hardback book says to my dearest Tristan I'm like this is a bit weird isn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice like oh uh, yeah so you're gonna set up and perform this ritual yeah I'm guessing this is gonna take quite a bit of the evening did you already set up the shrine yep carry one with us wherever we go you know emergency shot yeah, like yeah, a picnic no. basket it's like a flat back one Ikea shrine <laughs> they call it shrine I think we we went ghost hunting went ghost hunting to get in the mood um, and <laughs> then started working on the shrine for a little bit after oh, that did shots nice made the shrine yeah classic night out <laughs> yeah. are we trying to dine this for like two three-ish to hit the ultimate spooky witching hour yeah just before time out, in case anything goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just as Perfect. the uh, first moon is setting and the second moon is rising. Second moon rising? Or should Tristan just put on his pants? <laughs> Never! <laughs> you don't owe me and I'm going to run off into the dark. <laughs> For a minute I nearly said shanks. And I think I was like... Uh. <laughs> oh, happy days. Um, They're very different characters. Very yeah, fundamentally different. <laughs> so, it's dark, one moon is setting, the other is rising, the mountain air is cold. Wing has decided to stay back by the fire. He says he's on watch for any mundane trouble. Is that because we forgot he was coming? And he's like, fine, I'm going to take watch by the fire. <laughs> no, he just thinks it's a bit spooky. Okay. He's not a big fan. He's probably not used to mountains either. Yeah. He's not really, and he's not entirely down with sleeping in one place and not being constantly on the move. Although he's kind of getting used to it, it still feels a bit weird to him. We should get him, like, a little palanquin pulled by turtles and it just slowly goes round and round the campfire. Like that. There you go. He'd probably be more comfortable with that, but also it would be quite uh, a lot of work to build that. He's worth it. And where can you buy a palaquin? Well. <laughs> Aquarius, however, has come with you and he's promised to stand vigil as you perform this rite. Good, good. What does it look like as you're performing this? Let's have a little description. Yeah, so I guess we... Sort of ceremonially place the things that we found within the the old burnt out building um, probably in a, a pattern that sort of resembles a lantern maybe start doing a bit of drumming 
make it all a bit spooky, get a good sort of rhythm going. And then like just in front of the in front of the shrine, then kind of sort of dig out a small little trench um, and put a little offering of like water or um, and mix that with a little bit of oil so that it sort of sh- shimmers on the top. Yeah. And then um, begin to um, read aloud from the the books of the dead uh, and as the the mists and sort of the the taste that you get when you're in the the lands of the dead begins to you feel that in your mouth as that begins to sort of take grip uh, then be able to sort of push our sort of fingers down into this sort of oily water that we've uh, set out and start sort of pushing through that barrier and that'll be like our conduit in wow that's that's very cool yes yeah, so you have this oily water and the water the surface of the water starts to glow have you placed the sword like at one end of it or something or are you how are you making that the focus yeah i think so because we can use the sword as well to sort of cool the water down um and to yeah get it to like, emulsify a little bit and this will be water from the stream that you froze with it mm. when you fought at the wall so yeah it, it has known the touch of Kalanoa. And so this water begins to glow. And meanwhile, and you have the potion prepared? Yeah, I reckon. So we can sit around this little pool that we've created. And then, uh, yep. like we're sat in a bell tent drinking grog. <laughs> and somebody's got a severed leg. <laughs> tell, yep. some, uh, tell some stories of the, the travels that, that we've been on to sort of anchor ourselves in this realm so we can sort of grasp hold of them and, and pull our way back if we need to. And then chug and dive into this water amazing so you tell these stories you're lit so originally you're lit by like a couple of candles or lanterns around the shrine lanterns seems appropriate yeah a couple of lanterns by the shrine and then the light changes to this colder glow from the water as that begins to illuminate and the power starts to fill the space as that starts to glow and you reach down towards it when you touch that water, you can feel the sense of a different realm. And you feel the thinness of that surface tension. When you look at it, it looks like there's a sky reflected, which is not the sky that you are, that is above you, that is not a night sky. And you see smoke passing across over this blue, clear sky. Cool. And then... You knock back the potions. Do you all take it? It didn't work on me last time. So yep. I might try going without. Okay, cool. I'll hold up my shot glass. I'm like, folks, if this doesn't work, it's been a pleasure working with you. <laughs> Boosh! Knock it back. <laughs> I'll give a cheers out to each one. Good luck. See you on the other side. I'll meet you in there. It might Doosh. take me a little while for a walk, but I'll, you know. So Tristan reaches down into the into the water and Percy reaches into the water and holding hands (laughs) (laughs) we're best friends (laughs) (laughs) and you see them both touch the water and then they both slowly collapse down onto the ground and Aquarius says is this what's supposed to happen? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very experienced at this kind of thing. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, keep an, I'll keep an eye on them, shall I? Yeah, it's probably best. They're always getting into trouble. 
And, and what do you do, Enigma? I'm going to idly, because I'm not convinced it's going to work, just kind of drag my fingers in the water a little bit just to see what happens. But like, <laughs> as if it's just idle, just because I don't want to look like a, like a twat and be like, boy! <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the when you say goodbye to someone and then you have to keep waving, because like, you know, the Zoom call hasn't ended. Like, you walk the same way as <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just idly going to do that first, just to see if that works. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, your fingers feel damp and slightly oily. It's quite cold, the water. Okay. Colder than the air. Pull my fingers out and just kind of dry them against my jacket. <laughs> I'll see you later, mate. Pull your finger and, out, Enigma. <laughs> and instead, I'm just going to step behind the tree that isn't there. Perfect. And you're in the forest. Tristan mm. and Percy. Mm-hmm. You are standing on a rolling green plain before a hill. The grass is green, the sky is blue with tiny clouds. There is no sun. And in front of you are several people stood in a space of open ground, looking very confused. Some of them are wearing the armour of Sudek. (laughs) Good morrow, travellers! One of them looks up and then sort of gets up and stumbles over. He looks at you both and he says to you, Percy, noble opponent, did you come to bring the bucket of water? Uh, I did, yes. You said you would return. We weren't sure, but you saved us nonetheless. Yes, I... You are a true friend. (laughs) And he, like, reaches out to, like, shake your hand. Um, well, let's not be too hasty. (laughs) (laughs) Friends are a very familiar word. Acquaintance. Um, you, but you delivered us. You delivered us from that terrible, that terrible flame. I delivered you? All of us. Yes, you don't seem to be on fire at the moment. I already delivered you at some point. Here a moment ago. You said you were going to fetch a bucket of water, and you hurried away. Uh, yes, yes, that's, uh, I I see. Um, And as you left, you took the flame with you. It suddenly rushed away. Although, the strange thing was, although you were alone, it seemed to form a small figure running alongside you. Uh Uh-oh. Hmm. The (laughs) shitbag. Yes, I, I suspected... In, in, in hindsight, then uh, I, I think that was probably a mistake. Um, are, are you at, at peace now? Is there anything sort of further that I can do to help remedy uh, what we said last time? I, I've returned and, I, and I've returned to, to help you, appreciating that when we last spoke, um, I, I didn't stop and, and assist and bring you to peace there and then. you said you would return, and you have returned. And I have, yes. And when left, that was when you took the flame with you. So we were not expecting your return at all. Hmm. Ollie and Percy, I think they're saying that we did take the flame. Perhaps it was something to do with Banbury, drew it with him. I suspect it was. It was Banbury that convinced us to to walk away. Hmm. Um... And these poor souls were burning in the flame eternal, so 
potentially he just harvested that power and was uh, oh, yeah. playing a longer game than we thought, which is what I suspected and the reason I wanted to come here, but it does confirm uh, confirm those suspicions. I'm going to bring out a lighter and just set them on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> if that's how power works, hopefully it'll just take it back from Banbury. And we hear this... <laughs> I said, no, we are, we are able to find our way now. We can return to the circle of the world. We are free and we have what we need. Hmm. Thank you, opponent. Um, you have changed everything for us. The world is different thanks to your choices. I'm going to hold out a hand, <coughs> asking for a tip. <laughs> he, he like shakes your hand. Damn it. The dead have no coin. I'll give him a couple of gold each. You can't take it with you. You literally can't take it with you. Not even to pay the ferryman. But I stuffed my pockets full of it to test. <laughs> I'm going to look for the secret coins I've stashed about my clothes. Do I find any? Yeah, you have some You have some stones in your pockets. Oh. Rocks. Massive well. rocks that you have to go running with. <laughs> yeah, confirms that theory. Some of the other people start coming over as well and the person you're talking to it just like says this is the one that freed us the one that drew away the fire and they're kind of coming around and they're all so pleased like some of them have tears in their eyes some just seem stunned by the outcome the other thing is they all look very complete when you were here before this was an ashen plane with under a mercury sky and they were kind of scorched and skeletal figures. And none of that is the case now. They now seem complete and the sky is bright, the ground is green. It, it's a beautiful place. Hmm, okay. And so you have this kind of hubbub of people around you. Meanwhile, Enigma, you're in the forest, immediately you step into it, you're beneath that mercury sky. You can feel the pouch that you're holding. If you focus on it, you can feel it drawing in a certain way. If you hold it below your finger, it kind of swings slightly in a particular direction. Okay. Um, is Sorrow here as well? Sorrow is with you. Is Daddy Ghost Pig with me? Daddy Ghost Pig is quite solid here. You know what? I've got a goddamn entourage. Yeah, let's go. You've got an entourage, <laughs> yeah. It's like Enigma and her ambulatory menagerie. <laughs> yeah, so so you, you and your team start heading out through the woods. As you come reaching out towards, it kind of becomes almost shrubby, these small trees. And among the trees, you see a crude camp is constructed like there are tents and small wooden shacks you see are approaching okay um is that the direction that it's pulling me the direction it's pulling you is that direction but you don't know if that's like where it could well be far past there yeah well it's that or guesswork so i guess i work in walk in that direction oh, i should have brought um bb horn that would be quite an entourage. What you got with you? Nothing. Just a big uh, ghost mammoth. 
You don't know why you could bring Sorrow with you. And you don't know that you could bring B.B. Horn, but I guess you don't know you couldn't either. I'm assuming. I mean, he can see creepy ghost things that I can't see. I suspect that, that might just giant be all, mammoths... That just, might be all animals. It could be, but it could just be that a mammoth is a very kind of ethereal beast that can, is, that can shift between yeah. planes of reality and not realise because all he wants is the trees. Sometimes ghost trees, sometimes real trees. So you find yourself passing through this camp and the camp... Like, it's really shabby. It's kind of like dark. It's camouflaged canvas hung between trees. A few people within the camp carve trying to shiftily move out of sight. They don't seem to want to be noticed. And they're looking at you as you pass suspiciously. Um, but you're the draw on your... Um, pouch is drawing you out past it. In which case... What do you do? In which case I'll keep walking, because, like, um, it's it's very enigma thing to do, is to just keep going if they don't want to talk to me. That's because I'm probably too important for them sure. to interact with me. They're probably just too scared of my um, aura of majesty. That's probably it, yes. Yep, yep. So, you travel on past this camp and out onto this ashen plain that slowly turns into greying badlands. So, Percy and Tristan, in these rolling green hills surrounded by people who are profoundly grateful to you, what are you doing? Acting like kings, sharing, <laughs> waving, <a> high-fiving, <laughs> little girl runs up with a posy of flowers and I, I sort there of weren't any little girls actually in the front line of this uh, battle uh, you thought not but there were actually some pretty horrific yeah. war crimes no let's just uh, <laughs> scratch that let's hit that dark dark element out of this okay a young a young like dog. I don't know fighting 25 year old yeah. girl runs up yeah. with a thing of posies yeah, how oh, yeah. old is Thank it you. not tragic yeah. when you've died in a fire? <laughs> You're like, 25, <laughs> younger than that is dark, older than that's fine. Yeah. Past, past the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Tristan's celebrating like a king yeah. in spite of not really having been that involved in the whole thing, apart from arguing that Percy needed to... Actually, I think Tristan argued that Percy should actually uh, help them. Of course I did, because I'm not an evil little shitbag. Wait, <laughs> hold on. How many people died in this fire, then? I'm, you're looking at, like, there are about 12 people here. So it's not, like, a huge crowd, but they're all around you. They're all, like, super grateful. Oh, okay. Well, and I, I thought it was people from the walls. So, okay, well, I'm not going to be doing that, then. I'll just let Percy have his moment. I'm going to push Percy forward. Enjoy it. You've earned this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start a chant. Percy! Percy, Percy. They like start chanting and then one of them is like, he did also kill us, of course. There is yeah, that. Yeah, we fixed it. I mean, but, but you would have killed me had I not. So it was war. I feel like that's fair game. And they're, they're like, yeah, fair, fair. That's legit. I'll drop an arm, an arm round one of the compartments. <laughs> we're all friends now, we're dead. <laughs> and I might start singing that famous, we're, old, we're all friends now, we're dead. It's an old song, but it's a goodie. <laughs> Well, I stab you, and you stab me. That's the crowd singing it. <laughs> Everybody stabbing on one, two, three. And then it's like a mosh where we pretend to stab each other. Really good tune. 
But now we're all dead and everyone else shouts, we're all friends and it's a massive booze up. <laughs> it's back, so, Percy. The music never left me. It's back. <laughs> I think we need to hang around and wait for Enigma, don't we? Work out what we're going to do next. I'm a little bit troubled by this because we I kind of came here to right a wrong and it, it appears that it's it's already been sorted. In in the course of finding that out, I mean, it, yes, it, it confirmed that um, that Bambury interjected a, a lot earlier than, than we thought. Or do we now have to go back to that point with a bucket of water and put the fire out in order for this little scenario to have happened? Ooh. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to get at when I was mm. saying, have I already put it out? Yeah. But the answer seems to be, we had that conversation, we walked off, and the flame just got sort of swept up by Banbury. Let's just, we'll just ask the guy, if, the last guy, exactly if that's what happened. I'll just be like, hey friend, hey friend. Yes. When we fully intended and we're definitely going to come back and put the fire out, <laughs> we walked off to find the water. Are you saying at that point the fire was sucked into that little flaming shit bag and followed us away? As you approached the top of the hill there and we were a little concerned because we thought going uphill for water was a strange decision there's a but, well there don't worry hmm, let me tell you a tale about a guy called jack and his friend we <laughs> <laughs> will put it all into context he said yes as you as well not you your your companion here reached the top the flame rushed away and appeared to form a small figure beside him a little shitbag well i think it's fair to say that it does sound like banbury's stolen this yeah Yeah. i think so i'm just trying to work out a way to make that work to our advantage yeah but he's clearly not going to have done it for any good he clearly wanted that power if it's the flame eternal from the land of the dead yeah for sure but does that mean like you know last time that dude kicked us out which oh yeah I wonder if that means that there's like factions within the land of the dead that might not take kindly to the flame eternal having been stolen from the land of the dead now that's a good idea a good good thought and might go and do some kind of ghostly harassment of the dragon should we see if we can find enigma yeah also just one more thing well how long has it been since we took the flame and gave you back your eternal freedom so it's just a minute or two before you returned Hmm. it's only just happened and which way did we which way did we go over that hill up there i'll uh, glance to percy with a let's not go that way i think we need to go that way let's go have a look at it i was gonna say that was the other option (laughs) but aren't we meant to be not running into ourselves well we've already gone there haven't we see what i'm wondering now is Actually, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't that... Because uh, if we're talking to them, if they're perceiving the difference between us having already been here as like a mere moment, maybe when they're talking about the flame rushing into that small figure, they're not talking about when we were here and Bambi having stolen it at that point. Maybe they are literally talking about the point at which he seized it when we were in Malahim. And that took to them the time it took us to walk to the top of the hill. Yeah, also true. I mean, also, if we're looking for Enigma and those dudes are trying to find Enigma, we should probably just track them and that might be where she comes out into the land of the dead. Otherwise, we have no... Oh, I'll do a quick Enigma vision. Okay, so uh, 
this sounds like there's probably a uh, move here. Oh, that's right. I don't have my regular moves. No, you don't. We're meant to be using a new so, system that none of us have learned. I read a bit of it. You have learned it. You've played it once. That's true. Yeah, but I was a big Aussie dude. Good enough. I think that means the the land of the dead is in fact a service station, because that's what no. that the system was based around. It's, was service stations. It's all connected. Yep. The land of the Greg. What I think you could try is lift the veil. Saucy. To perform a small act of divination. Yeah, I'm going to look under Enigma's veil and see what I see there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'll use my spell, a foreign heart. Perfect. Or beauty mm. is truth. Why do you have a spell? Don't know. Those spells don't exist until you do. They just kind of... The person who wrote this system did not put those in there. They just magically appeared. Apparently so. I gave them names. Right. That makes more sense. And the three that are relevant to having a little peep under the veil are humanity <laughs> harm, a foreign heart, or beauty is truth. <laughs> truth is beauty. <laughs> beauty is creepy. Creepy is truthy. <laughs> <laughs> You're creepy. So, how is Tristan feeling? I'd say pretty good. Okay, so would you say that's joyful or powerful or peaceful? I think joyful because so far it's going okay. We've had some jubilant yeah. times. Like, I go joyful. So that's kind of energetic or amused or daring or extravagant. Yeah, I mean... Those are kind of like the joyful emotions. Yeah. So give that a roll... Joyful. I actually understand what I'm doing now. That's nuts. No <laughs> modifiers? Uh, no. Oh, it's plus two plus because five. I'm joyful. Yeah, exactly. Seven, Seven. An intermediate success. I think it... So... 2d6 plus one plus two. So I think something's gone wrong. So I think it should be a six. No, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that technically should be a six. I don't mind doing the rest of this adventure without finding Enigma. I'm okay Fine. with that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> nah, I'm teasing. Um, something new and interesting about the current situation so <gasps> maybe i see and speak through her body and she's like what's going on i'm like percy where am i i am sad <laughs> what i'm talking like tristan <laughs> <laughs> that's your voice though that's how enigma sounds you lift the veil you have this moment where you see through this green world with its blue skies mm. and you glimpse beneath it the ashen ground, the mercury sky, the deep Ooh. dust that you walk through. And all of that lies beneath this veil of surface that is what is experienced by the dead here. But you are able to access what lies beneath because you are neither. You hang between the living and the dead. And so you can feel that for a moment and you realise how simple it is to draw Enigma's attention. You're like, all you need is for Enigma to find you. Awesome. You reach into your music and it's not like the music of home. But you realise if you sing the right note, if you just find the right melody, it will it will act as a beacon to draw her. 
And so that's what you do. The old donkey accordion. <laughs> Enigma, from the distance ahead of you, you hear this piercing note and you see a bright, shining pillar of light reach to the sky for exactly the direction that your little Airbag. finding tool is indicating. Graphics setting two to graphics setting seven. Whoa. I actually, when I cast smoke change. bomb, that's five better. Yeah, when I used to cast smoke bomb, which mm. is an ability where you get a big puff of smoke around. Yeah, couldn't even see it. I just cast it, and nothing would happen <laughs> on my screen. I'm like, oh. By a lot of Adam Buxton podcasts. Typical Adam Buxton, always ruining everything. Really for did. Us. Adam bloody Buxton. I mean, um, this is. The quietest it's ever been. That's mental. Let's try and turn that up. Talking well, try much being louder. Closer to your, try being closer to uh, your it's, microphone. It's, it's, um, look, it's there. My finger is now touching it. That's how close it is to my mouth. Tap it. You thought I was lying. <laughs> See, I'm not. It's yes. right there. Tap it. I'm... I couldn't hear that. Oh, no, that's because this mic, I think you're coming through a different mic. Oh, are we? Lucy is gonna, yeah, on the TV, on the little, on the little pictures. Okay, but well, on the we better, audacity, you had better be recording through the right one, or you'll lose. I mean, forfeit. it does say microphone, <laughs> USB, or deck, Kokek, code. Yeah, co- that's codec. fine. I'll get Kokek. Or deck, Kokek is my favourite mic. As, yeah. <laughs> as the saying goes. Okay, that's that's all good. Also, if so, we are having new names. For the land of the dead, I think Teedly D is my new name. <laughs> Why are we having new names for the? You're not having new I names. I don't know. Oh come on, that's my ghost name. Ooh, it's Teedly D. Um, I think Enigma needs something, you know, spooky, haunting, you know, like Enigma. Ooh. That's pretty good. Yeah, but this time yeah, so... it's the second Enigma in the Echo. So you're pronouncing it slightly different. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, what did he have to say? Tell I think he was just. Oh, at that point, I think Ben puts in the flashback from last week. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, what was my train of thought? I think it was. I think you said we're going to get fifteen people to stand in a circle and sort of walk around the circle, chanting at the same power, just chanting fire and the same shit. For 15 minutes, and like at some point, we you're going to look across at someone else sword. and go, we want What magic have I done sword. with my life? <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> I'd like to do a LARP system where it was just everything was as simple as I want a magic sword. No, well, I like no doing cough. rituals, especially musical ones. <laughs> rituals were okay. It was the um, the other thing that was annoying the game. Oh, the rice. <laughs> 
The what? The oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Christ. Well, it's yeah. okay because right. now um, we've got so many right-wing governments that are getting rid of rights. Uh, <laughs> that was both satirical and clever. <laughs> yes. The grass is green, the sky is blue with tiny clouds. And there's a little bar at the bottom that says start <laughs> and a little window. <laughs> um, and appeared to form a small figure beside him. Just for a moment. definitely crashed. He's thinking. Oh, looks like I've fallen off the internet. What did it form? <laughs> He's really building the tension. What could it have been? A little shit bag. <laughs> Drek and Ben's sat backstage because there's no one that can give him access. That's a good point. Yeah. Let's just check the. Hour. I mean, he's got Dear about business. three other different ways of getting in touch with us, and I think he might have. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Yeah, play it cool. That's <clears throat> no, fine. Yeah, no, it's we fine. missed him. Oh, he's back. He's back. It's fine. Put him down. Put him everyone down. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, what I've done there is, as ever, I don't know why I don't start just tethering off my phone because sooner or later I end up tethering off my phone. <laughs> um, I apologise when. Uh, when, when last we met our heroes. <laughs> yeah, when last no. we saw our heroes. We've done that bit. Uh, he was just confirming that you'd gone up over the hill and as you did that, the flame was drawn away. <laughs> that was not my apologies. I was trying to throw it and it just hit the laptop. Slap bang on the speaker. If it helps, that wouldn't have been picked up by... There you go, Lucy, one for you. 